When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Houdat Nation, and welcome to the Dome Patrol United Saints Podcast. What's up, Houdat Nation, and thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff. And it looks like the script writers that work for the NFL created a fantastic Super Bowl experience that had everything from high-scoring offenses, defensive touchdowns, and a comeback by an injured Pat Mahomes as he is set to replace Tom Brady as the face of the league. Well, the second face. The first face is, of course, the referees, and they're the main attraction. And this year they played their part well, as well as any other. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl in this week's episode, so if you have not seen the season finale of the NFL, this episode may contain spoilers. So put your seatbelts on, keep your hands and legs inside your earbuds at all times, and enjoy the show. On the show today, we have Jason and Scott. Welcome to the show, fellas. How y'all doing? What y'all do for the Super Bowl? I watched uh, the first half at the house, and I didn't plan on leaving, and then a friend of mine was having a party, and it's in the second quarter, he's like, yeah, hey, still got plenty of crawfish. You're free to come over. So I'm like, all right. I don't like saying no, so... Uh, I went over crawfish. Th- it was my first crawfish in the season, um, but I went over there at halftime, caught the Rihanna show, and then just stayed for the second half, and then got home. So, had a couple drinks, nothing too crazy. As uh, I, I, yeah, you know, as I get older, I don't need to do like Super Bowl parties as much anymore. I kind of just like to just sit and chill. Watch. Yeah, sat on my couch. Yeah, yeah. kind of nice. Watched it in my underwear. <laughs> Didn't watch it in my underwear, but I did sit on my couch. Had some some good food and uh, some snacks, some appetizers. Yeah. I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of friends these days, so uh, <laughs> just watched it by myself. <laughs> is there like a Buffalo Wild Wings up there? You could have just gone. Uh... There is a Buffalo Wild Wings, but yeah. no, I didn't get there. The game was good. Uh, the game was the really game good. Was uh, yeah, one of the better games we've had. Yeah, it was all uh, we could ask for in a game, really. I mean, I think was it the highest scoring Super Bowl ever? And the highest scoring Super Bowl was when the Niners beat the Chargers. I want to say nineteen ninety five. Anyway, they won forty nine twenty six for a combined total of seventy five points. Okay. Interesting. Okay. And okay. so this one was what was it thirty five thirty eight thirty five? So yeah, seventy three, a couple points shy. Yep. For the the Chiefs to kind of come back like they did, I, I guess. They figured something out at halftime to make adjustments on their defense. If you notice, like, in the second half, Kelsey didn't really play as much of a role, but Juju Smith-Schuster did. They were going to Juju a lot. I think he had, like, six or seven receptions in the second half. It was a wild game because, I mean, the Eagles really controlled the game in the first half. It felt like it. Time of possession, number of plays. 
And it was that, um, man, that, that defensive touchdown, that was really the, the, that changed the whole game. I mean, you could say that, you know, oh yeah, defensive touchdowns are so key, but I mean, that really changed the game. Yeah, they did. Yeah. But, and it just, man, the, the Eagles controlled it and I only placed two bets on the game, but two, but it was kind of Eagles heavy. And it's I even like the bigger bet I had was like, oh, I, I think um, Devontae Smith's going to have a big game. He did. He just did score touchdowns. Hurts <laughs> had all the touchdowns. Yeah. So I, lost I missed one of my parlays by, yeah, I lost mine. One of them I missed by four yards. I needed four more yards from Kelsey. But, but how about all the all the betters <laughs> that had Gainwell to score the first touchdown and he does and then he gets taken away and then it's hurts. I know that just I was pissed. It's gambling, everybody, gambling. <laughs> but I mean, they it was legit. The odds and they were like, oh wait, no, 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 <laughs> we can't pay no. out that much. I mean, he was definitely down short. You could see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people today are kind of well. People are talking about two things today. They're talking about the halftime show and they're talking about the penalty at the end of the game. Um, so for the penalty, oof, I mean, it's really was it a hold? I mean, I guess if you go yes, by it the was letter, a hold. It yes, was a it was hold. a hold. The player admitted that it was a yes. hold. I mean, I really, wish the, I really wish the player would not have, have admitted. The it. issue is that they let more go throughout the entire yeah. game. Like they, and they were shows letting them at play. this point right, that we're right. going to make a big deal out of it. Right. And, and, it, that was and it really just it. robbed us of, look, let's say they don't call the penalty, they kick the field goal, and then you're sitting there with the Eagles with a minute and 50 seconds to go down and, and either tie or take the lead at the end of the game. How exciting that would have been. And the NFL just took it away from us. Just, yep. Nope. Sorry. And look, you, you could call holding on almost every play. So, yeah, the letter of the law says it's a penalty. But in that spot, it's like, come on. Right. But, but also, it's like, it. look. We've obviously been fucked before, so mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, I hope every team gets fucked. Yeah, as a Saints fan, I'm enjoying it. And really, there's a growing sentiment of people around the country that are, and maybe the world that are starting to get fed up with it. But Jeff, and, you know, the, the, the jokes officiate, about the script, officiating is the best it's ever been. Jeff, that's what Roger Goodell Goodell says, Goodell. right? That's well, they are. Said. They are from his vantage point. They are the best they've ever been because they're executing his orders to a T. Yep, following the script. <laughs> are we oh, sure uh, are Goodell's? Uh, and I name. don't. I look. I don't think the solution is full time referees. That just makes them full time employees of the Shield. Well, if you think it's bad now, wait till you get full time referees when they're getting paid, and that's their job is to run the show. No, are we sure. And Goodell's... then the, 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 the coin toss. They even gave the referees some extra lines that they've got to thank so-and-so and the heroes and this and that. No, the referees, we're not here for the referees, and yet the NFL keeps insisting on putting them, giving them more and more screen time. It's like a side character that shouldn't have anything more than two lines in the whole show. But they impressed ownership so much yeah. that they expanded their role for an extra five episodes. Right. <laughs> during the if you right, referees reality show during the offseason. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's just whatever. It's it's I mean, the Super Bowl, the game itself was so great. It's, it's a shame that we were denied to to get to watch and see if Philly could score again. Now, I'm not upset that Philly and their fans lost the game. You know, couldn't happen to a better fan base as far as I'm concerned. So it's 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 fine. I mean, I, I was entertained the whole game. So that's all you want. You know, you just don't want a 38 to 10 blowout. Yeah, definitely not a boring game. And like even because like you say, like the domination that it felt that Philly had in that first half. But in a sense, they weren't all dominant because Kansas City scored that quick defensive touchdown 
that contributed to the time of possession imbalance. It contributed to not having Mahomes on the field. But Kansas City, if you think about it, it was a complete team win. Their offense showed up. Pat Mahomes showed up. Defense showed up and scored a touchdown. Special teams, they made the kick at the end to win it. I mean, it was a complete and total team win. And then they did what they had to do to win. And they, they just played a great second half. Yeah. I mean, they really did. And I want to know what the hell they injected Pat Mahomes with because that shit has got to be what made Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a version of the Super Soldier Serum. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so and it, it was it was just so surprising because leading lead into the game, you're like, oh, Philly's got the best two lines. Their defense, one of the all-time sacking defenses, and they didn't even have a single sack. Now, yeah. I know uh, the field was was a major point because they bragged, oh, it's we spent two years working on this field and we paid 800 grand to have people grow it out here and then put it on the trans side in and the field was garbage. It was horrible. It's like, why it do you even horrible. experiment for something like that for such a giant game like this? It's The NFL somehow continues to succeed in spite of itself. Right. It's amazing how they're able to do that constantly, like, constantly. <clears throat> Do you see the kicker? Like he could have, he could have severely injured himself on that. Which kicker was it? Was it a? I think it was Kansas City's. Yeah, I, I was, was kind of uh, hoping that on that that last Kansas City field goal that he would have slipped on the field and like hit the center on the ass and be like uh, eight hundred thousand <laughs> for this field. That's what you'll get. Yep. And like they were, I read they were like field wouldn't have slipped. This turf super yeah. super <laughs> Like I read that they like kept having to bring that they like would bring the turf out like daily to let it like dry out. I guess like it was on rolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's one that's of the two stadiums the that in, dry in Las Vegas. And then bring it back. Yeah, they they have the giant tray and they wheel it out and wheel it in when they have to use it. It's just man, it's <laughs> for the biggest game of the season. It's Not it just doesn't seem like a great idea. Right, no. right, right. So so that was part of the game but it's Who still are wild the to ad see. wizards that came up with that one <laughs> so maybe that neutralized the the defense somewhat it, it was just surprising to see them i mean did they did the defense make a single play last night for philly uh, I mean, I, uh garner johnson had that one big hit on the running back but other than that no and that's kind of what i i mean listen to the last show what i kind of predicated my pick on was that i thought that Philly had the better defense and, you know, one defense was going to have to make a play, either get a stop or get a turnover. And I really thought it would have been Philly's, but it was Kansas City's, you know? Yeah. CJ had two tackles. And I mean, I will say, especially in the second half, I mean, Andy Reid just put on a coaching clinic, the play designs that, that they ran just totally confused the Eagles defense. It's, yep. it's amazing because, you know, six, seven years ago, Andy Reid was a butt of jokes about, choking in big moments and I, I don't know what happened to him i mean obviously it helps he have got rid of Mahomes, he got away from donald and mcnab and he got my homes that <laughs> definitely helps but just the the play designs were incredible to have these quote-unquote no-name receivers just completely wide open completely yeah. wide open and I they say that uh he beat philly like that he actually beat his old team i love that it was philly that got beat by their former coach sure hope we don't end up in that situation in a couple it's years. coming well no because we're never gonna make it back to super bowl chapter. <laughs> they have that line i don't remember it was some some movie i don't remember what it was but they're like the hardest thing to do is to um be doing the same thing you've been doing all year and then at halftime of the championship game change everything to 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 win you know and that's 
It's what they did. Well, whether they changed everything to win or right, or they had something that they did. I mean, yeah, they saw something. Then they that, did that little circle, the dance thing at the end, that oh, last yeah. second to last play. But even but even that didn't fool the defense. I mean, they no, ended up it didn't. It's it away. Like you're going to pull that off. You need to score, or else you look pretty stupid. But then they scored in the next play or something. But I, I like I was surprised too. I mean, I thought I, I I thought Philly would be able to just run it more. I mean, Hertz was the leading rush. I mean, Gainwell had 20 yards. Sanders was MIA. I put Sanders yeah. in a couple of my bets. That that mm-hmm. that killed me. But they, you know, Devontae Smith, 100 yards. Oh. AJ Brown, 96 yards and a touchdown. I mean, they. Goddard 60. I mean, Hertz was Hertz was incredible in the game. He really was. Yeah. So but it really he, was like him against the Chiefs. I mean, granted, you know, Devonta Smith and AJ Brown and, and Goddard, Goddard, whatever you want to say. Like he put the ball in their hands, but I really don't think Philly got much help from their running backs. No, I mean, Gainwell averaged three yards a carry, Sanders 2.3, Boston's mm-hmm. got 2.7. They didn't do a thing. And that's yeah. kind of how they were able to win during the season. And you know, run Kansas all over took teams. it away. Yeah. Right. Right. So, I mean, without Hertz, Kansas city would, would have killed him. But at least, I mean, if you're a Philly fan, at least you're feeling good about Hertz Cause there were questions of, yeah. Oh, they didn't play a tough schedule. They beat shitty quarterbacks. I mean, Hertz did everything he could. He, I think he, he, yeah, he, he looked, he looked like, a, like the real deal. Yeah. He, th- this was not one of those Super Bowls where, you know, there's an embarrassment and the other team shouldn't have, like when the Rams lost in 2018, uh and it's like they shouldn't have been there no should definitely both teams both teams deserve to be there yeah it's a really good game philly who we yeah we've all been saying they were played a week schedule and they shouldn't have been there but they won I mean, when it mattered these these were look these were definitely the best two teams in the league you can't you can't argue that at all that's I crazy agree. philadelphia two years in and then they also went two years into doug peterson's tenure it's look when you when you have a quarterback like that you can win. That's we're finding that out. Well, let's go, Derek Carr. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> car is not Hertz. No, but yeah. you can go to Hertz and rent a car. Yeah, I <laughs> do. Hey, how long have you been waiting for that one? Huh? Oh, a long time. It actually just popped into my head. It's like oh, a state park okay. marshmallow. Okay, man. yeah, a little improv. Yeah. So um, yeah, the. the the halftime show. I mean, I don't know. I, I was surprised because I, I don't listen to the radio anymore. I'm surprised at how many songs I actually knew. I was. It was a great production. I was. Look, that's it's what the halftime for halftime I show was it for. Was it's, not it's not for us. I don't know where you're. What What do you think was great about the production value? Because all it was was a couple of floating platforms and dancing. Oh, well, I mean, uh, that's hard markets. to do. Those floating platforms aren't very easy. Right. That was, the way they had yeah. them lined I mean, up. If, if we things. tried to do that in a Superdome, two of them would fall. <laughs> the lights you know. would go out. Right. It's it, it, we, we wouldn't have made it made it work. But look, it was the, the super the halftime show is not for us. We're, we're outside that, that demographic. Yeah. So it was yeah. it was fine. That's why I was, yeah, I'm not as critical over it because, it, right, you, you hit it the nail on the head. It was not yeah. for me. It wasn't yeah. our thing. We're too old for this shit now. But Until they do the like, whole, oh, like, yeah. we're going to bring in, you know, 311 or Green Day, like somebody oh, from the 90s. 311 <laughs> right. really good. Then I was like, oh, that's best halftime show ever. I mean, right. Screw Prince. <laughs> exactly. But the, the to me, the production value was simple. Like, it was good in its simplicity because there have been some very elaborate productions in the halftime in the past several years yeah this, who was it was it bruno mars running through all the stuff or justin timberlake running through the stands or something i mean there's like they did some crazy shit 
And then this year, and maybe part of it was because she's pregnant and you know, yeah. she didn't move a lot. She just pretty nah, much she stood didn't. still the whole time. No, I, I, I really expected like Jay-Z or Dre or I expected some or somebody else to come out. And, yeah, usually you know, they have they like a surprise appearance mm-hmm. by somebody. And Jay-Z was at the game. <laughs> so, I mean, he could have came out there. I'm just saying. No. It's just Rihanna. It's her moment. She's the hero. People Which, just like to complain about everything. Oh yeah, there's no everything. there's no need to complain about the halftime show unless it's like actually awful. And it wasn't. It was fine. Right. I was open for some dance and shark moments. That's why I was watching. There was no uh <laughs> we was really. for some cli- for some clickers to show up. Ooh, so, yeah. <laughs> the commercials weren't great. They oh, they were gosh. just they were horrible. They were it's almost like because so like, all right, so we know they haven't been good the last several years, but they were like trying too hard and trying to be as uh, inclusive as possible. Right. The, the commercials of the last several years. It felt like this year the ad agencies were like, we're just not going to try about like they're not worried about that so much and throwing that in your face. And they use a lot of animals. They use a lot of like they kind of just avoided altogether. Yeah. Anything that could potentially be ridiculed. And then also, like, they lost. They really didn't. It's like they tried to be funny again. But they but just. They just, they it, it just man. Some of them were okay. Like the electric vehicle one, like the 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 ED spoof. That was actually a funny commercial. You're talking about the Will Ferrell? No. Game? No. One about the electric truck, and they made it a play on, like, erectile dysfunction. Oh, I, like, oh, it, I like if, that one. if you have EV, you know, <laughs> consult your doctor or whatever. That, that well, was that's good. Funny. Yeah. Uh, I thought the uh, like the E-Trade babies, like it was it had its cuteness and a little bit of nostalgia, but it was kind of like, really, like we're bringing these. They should be older. Also, the worst one was the one with Miles Teller, where he was his girlfriend was like on hold on a on a speakerphone on hold for somebody. And like he got a Bud Light out and started dancing. That was the whole commercial. And then she started dancing with him. That's stupid. Like. I'm like, how? That's how well, what, what? Okay, what was the blue moon? It was like this is a Coors Light commercial. No, it's yeah. a Miller Light commercial. Coors Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, and at the very end, it's like, nope, it's, so a, it's a moon blue commercial. Moon commercials. Uh, well, Coors. Well, all I can think moon. of is that the sa- I was going to say the same parent company must own all yeah. three. <laughs> Coors makes Blue Moon. Okay, like, okay. And, to the Coors plant. They like, and I know, moon. and I know Miller and Miller and Coors are under the same umbrella now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so okay. it was well, like, that's, that's, that's smart. They advertise all their beers with all their beers. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I mean, like the uh, the 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 Affleck Duncan commercial. That was funny. That wasn't bad. That wasn't too mm-hmm. bad. I mean, honestly, the best commercials were the trailers for movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you know they did oh, the, the Trojan Horse was a good one. Yeah, that the one cyber security. Bad. That one was okay. Well. They Toby did the, rabbit holes was good because I'm like, what in the fuck am I watching? The rabbits that were like attacking people and like pull them and dragging them into holes, one. and then we're like, what is this a commercial for? It was like one of those where you've got to watch, and then at the end, it's like all the rabbit holes you you want to go down. Tubi. <laughs> the the um they had a Gardens of Galaxy kind of <laughs> trailer commercial to tell you that the trailer was online. It's like, well, then just show the trailer on the TV. Why are you? Show me a commercial to tell me it's online. The hits, baby. Because it's all about the internet. Hits. It's all about scan the QR code. It's an interactive, immersive experience. Somebody else did that too. It's like scan the QR code. Oh, to watch yeah. All the different whatevers. And I'm like, so, how about no? They, the, the, the flash was the best. Like I've probably watched that trailer at least 10 times. But again, like we, everybody saw the trailer before the Super Bowl. I don't yeah, care. It, popped it was up still right. amazing. It's, yeah. it was pretty good. I mean, I'm all in on that movie. Give yeah, it to me. definitely. Yeah. 
Was Serena Williams walked, giving her motivational speech. Serena Williams was, was in dumb. a few commercials. She, she was, was in that one. Caddyshack. She was in the Caddyshack one, which I'll, being a golf guy, I was like, oh, okay. Well, they had the uh, like the, in the, the caddy on there. The the guy who was in the movie. Oh yeah, was her, <laughs> Danny. Was her Danny Noonan. Uh, you know, Tony Romo as Bill Murray's character. If they they should have had Bill Murray. If you're gonna do the commercial, oh, like, but I think Bill Murray's dying, right? <laughs> I don't think so. No, he's, he's not. Like, he's not. He's but like, he looks like he is. He's gonna be in Quantum Mania this weekend. He didn't. Yeah, age he well is. At all. Put him in the commercial. Whatever, yeah, uh, you just, think the it, T-Mobile commercial with Bradley Cooper and his mom was originally supposed to be a real commercial, and then when they saw how bad his mom is, they were like, "Yeah, we gotta rethink this thing. Like, this is terrible." And like, well, what if we just show the fucking outtakes and make it like that's the point? Okay, yeah, let's do that. Uh, <laughs> she possibly. was bad. Like when they showed like the clips of that were, I mean, I, I can't imagine she's good at acting like a bad actor. Like that had to be real takes. <laughs> But overall, just the commercials just aren't what they used to be. No, not even close. So no. maybe one day we'll get back to. And you notice this is the second year in a row now that like you didn't see. I don't remember seeing a Coca-Cola ad. And no, it's just the Pepsi ads. With there was the, no Budweiser. A lot of celebrities. Well, they had a Bud Light. There was the one Bud Light, but yeah. usually Bud, usually Bud. Like no, yeah, really sales. takes over. But yeah, I, miss, I mean, no miss... Dorito. I don't remember seeing Doritos. No, they, oh, wait, they I had... did see one. The angle, something about an angle. That wasn't the Breaking Bad one. That wasn't a Dorito one. Oh, yeah. that was. That yeah. was. Uh, they need to bring back the Bud Bowl. The Bud Bowl was great. I don't think they need to bring it back. But... They do. They need to bring. Yeah, it they back. do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We need, we need the return of Bud Dry. <laughs> Bud Ice. Um, trying to think of what. Was but, I mean, I wasn't fully paying attention to all the commercials so i know there were some that i, I just either. missed so plus i was I mean, I yeah. left you know towards the end of the second quarter when i went to the party so i, I will say it's it's probably it's it's interesting because i i feel like this is the quietest post super bowl in a while where usually there's so much that people are either complaining about or criticizing or making right. fun of or there's a bunch of memes yeah. there's a bunch of everything all over and right it's kind of like everybody's just kind of like all right the super bowl was last night moving right along i still don't know who that flag football girl was i haven't figured that out either Maybe she the, was a real player i understand but they've been the promoting female, that for like football league they've been promoting that commercial for like months now yeah i mean really the biggest the biggest meme seems to be um the the coach crying during the anthem yeah. Yeah. Especially since they lost and then you get the. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, still, that was good. I still don't so. know what the color of the damn. I didn't check my bet. I thought I saw so a picture. W... It looked like it was either blue or purple. Is the he was, I saw flag... he was wet, but I couldn't see anything else. Is the women's flag football thing. Is that them promoting kind of like the WNBA and they're trying to do something like that? Like trying to turn a, think, the women's no football what... league into. A WNBA experience because I mean they, it was a pretty big endorsement for. I don't even you know, know what the point of the commercial was. I mean, I, I, mean, I saw be, people trying to get her, trying to get her flag, and they couldn't get it. But the point of it, that, was I couldn't that, tell you what it was for. Well, because you didn't pay attention then, because the point of at the very fine. end, the NFL is. It's like the NFL is like proud to support you know women who are pushing football forward for women. And so I think it, I think it was an endorsement for a female flag football league, 
mm-hmm. which well, maybe they're going to put, if you want people to watch that and you want that to grow, you're going to have to put it on TV. It's going to have to be accessible. So I would imagine it was to get enough interest for people to say, hey, where can I watch this? And then maybe like a ESPN2 or something might start carrying it. And if it's good, people will watch it. The Gatorade commercial, uh, the Gatorade was purple. There you go. Oh, I would have. That's what I was going to guess. They did have that, that, that purple had good odds. Is that how you pronounce it? Tubby, Tubby commercial that really confused a lot of people. Confused a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Which the rabbit one that I was talking about or another no, one? No, no, the two B where they, they were showing the <laughs> announcers of the game and then all of a sudden it looks like your smart TV oh yeah windows pop up. So I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that was good. What did you think about the announcers? <sighs> yeah. I mean, it, it was nothing memorable about them. like next year. Well, I guess what Brady's gonna be taking over the role for Olsen, right? Well, I, I don't know. Brady said he's taking a year off, though, right? Like, right. Like the, yeah, I think it's next, not this season, but the following season. The but whatever weren't... he decides to do, it is going to be him. I mean, the the two, they're not bad. They're just kind of milquetoast. Like, there's just no, there's no gravitas to it. It just felt like it didn't feel like like Buck and Aikman or Jim Nance. Right. It didn't or, feel big. It didn't right, feel big. Exactly. It really didn't. So, I mean, it I know feel like a regular Sunday three o'clock. Game I just don't. I mean, Fox is kind of in that spot. They don't when they lost Buck and Aikman. They really don't have a replacement so, in line for it. So it did kind of, yeah, there, there was something, a little something missing, I thought. So is it when it's on an NFC stadium, they do Fox, and when an AFC stadium, they do CBS? No, it's, no it's, it's, it's just the rotation as part of the TV packages. It's just they okay. do a rotation. So. so we don't know who has it next year. I don't know offhand. Hmm. I mean, I it's got to be last year. Be... So you, I mean, CBS, NBC, or ESPN. Or ESPN, yeah, it's going to be one of those three. Where's you know Super Bowl maybe was even know. I guess Fox just didn't have anybody that really could have. I mean, nobody really has the seasoning in or Vegas the chops next year. to really do it. Is it Derek Carr coming home to Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> you think so? And CBS is going to air the Super Bowl next year. Okay, gotcha. well, so that'll right. be Romo. Yeah, Romo and Nance. Nance. Yeah. Uh, all right, so yeah, quick Saints news. Um, the car deal did not go through as we were kind of maybe expecting or hoping that it would before the Super Bowl. But I think this is a better case scenario. If we end up signing him, it's better that we don't have to lose anything in a trade. Yeah, definitely. And and I would imagine that that was probably discussed when Carr was here. Right. Um, he hasn't visited any other teams and he canceled meetings with other teams. I mean... Like, do you but think he, like at dinner they were like basically, hey, look, we're gonna do this, but fuck the Raiders, right? Like, and it could be. I mean, I would imagine they car probably gave the Saints his word. Look, like they probably worked out numbers or talked about numbers a little bit to where they made sure that they were in the ballpark of what he was looking for. And as soon as he becomes a free agent. We're, we're is, in the conversation, right? Which is, I mean, they have to cut him by what the fifteenth in the no, two I mean, days. It's, I think it's like tomorrow. Oh, is it? His forty million becomes guaranteed, whether it's today or 15th. tomorrow. Carr has no plans to extend his February fifteenth deadline. Got it. That triggers forty point four million guaranteed. Right. So, I mean, they're going to cut him tomorrow, and then he doesn't have to wait. Is there no love lost? On I think he would. He would have had to wait till March fifteenth. But he doesn't have to wait now. He can sign whenever he wants. And you would think, too, like if anybody does reach out to him and make it him offer that they had some kind of a under the table handshake agreement that he would. Right. Like an understanding that he would sign yeah. with us. Somebody will let text us, you or let us match him and let or you whatever. know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I have a feeling he's coming here. I mean, Dennis, the, the relationship with Dennis Allen has to count for something. I just and like we said, quick. we're not saying like if I'm sitting here acting. Like, it sounds like I'm acting like we got to get Derek Carr because he's the greatest quarterback and we're going to win the Super Bowl if we get him. No, it's more we can't have Andy Dalton. Yeah, he's and I fear that if scenario. we don't get Derek Carr, that we might end up with Andy Dalton. Quite we're possible. not going to get like Aaron Rodgers is not coming here. No, New York, New York's here. talking to him or asking him to talk to him. Um, you know, yeah, I, Lamar, I think, is going to end up staying in Baltimore. I mean, nobody's then, talking about him at all. No, not a bit. No, it's and look, he he's clearly an improvement on Dal- over Dalton, but it, there's a ceiling with him. You can't. We're talking Lamar believe, or Carr. I'm talking about Carr. I don't okay. think he can win a Super Bowl with Carr. So uh, I don't necessarily oh, agree can. with that. I think you can. If you build a team around him and he manages the game, I mean, you the old Trent Dilfer. Yeah, I mean, Allen, Allen is Dilfer. still our coach. Well, then you don't think you can win a Super Bowl with Dennis with Allen. Allen? I don't think I can win a Super Bowl with either. Okay. Now, look, we can we can Sean win this bad. with Derek Carr. You don't think we'd win? Uh, I'd feel better. <laughs> but I, well, you got the next best thing. You got Pete Carmichael. Oh, jeez, uh, okay. Peter Michael. <laughs> so, well, it, it's just you know, and I've been thinking this for a while. I'm re- I was ready to. It, no, look, it doesn't guarantee anything. A lot of teams can miss on early quarterbacks, but I mean, you saw it last night. You you need a guy like that to to really have hope that that yes, we can build something. And the Saints just aren't in that spot right now. And I like what's what's the is their plan to just be good or try to be you know above average because I mean, we're not gonna we're, we're not gonna be a contender any now thankfully the nfc kind of sucks right now but we're not nearly close even if we added car we're not on the level of the top six or seven teams in the league i mean you say we're not in that spot but if you look i mean we were literally one pick away from getting Mahomes. like and, we i mean you, you can hit on somebody like that you can, but it's it's incredibly hard. It's, oh, it's still very to, hard. But it still has to be top of the draft. Whereas if you go car and you're ten and seven, you're picking twenty third. You know, we'll we'll make the playoffs and then get bounced by a better team. So it's just it, it kind of uh, there's a ceiling, and then it also slows down the process of actually rebuilding. You know, sure we'll have a well, we might have a couple of winning seasons here and there, but what's what's the end game? I just don't believe we can be a championship team the way they're currently constructed. And they seem to be, no, let's, let's do this. I mean, at least they're giving Allen all the weapons he will need to completely fail. So there's that. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. It's I'm, I'm kind of torn. He's obviously better than Dalton. I don't want Dalton as our quarterback and there's not a lot of options out there. So you're kind of stuck, but then I would just rather look, be Houston and go two and 15. It's going to suck, but on the other side of it, I, at least I feel more optimistic about it, I guess. There's times where you think that that's the plan. I mean, the, some of those decisions like keeping Pete Carmichael, keeping Dennis Allen. Yeah, look, let, let's just go 10 and 7 and win the South. There you go. Which, look, you know, it's it'll be fun to go to the play. Look, it's I'm not going to sit here and say I'm not going to enjoy going to the games if we're if we have a winning record and we win the division. I'll clearly enjoy it as a fan. Yeah. Well, again, like you've got to reset, calib- recalibrate your mentality. We are no longer the 13 and four or even 12 and three. But, okay, we are but- a, we are a team that will have to fight 
our way into the playoffs. That is who we are. And then if we get in, and the funny thing is we say like, oh, well, there's no chance we're going to win because we are not how like Philly, like there's no chance we would have been able to stand up to either of those two teams last night. Right. Probably but not. For some way, like there's also like we had that juggernaut and it didn't work four times. It's hard. It's hard, but at least I had more confidence in yeah. our previous team. We I guess, just... Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. Weird, weird situations. So, yeah, it's a yay. No Dalton. Nay. We're kind of slightly above middle and that's kind of what we're shooting for. So. Yep. All right, what so now, so what, what you know, what what happens if card doesn't sign with us? Then we're fucked. Then I, mean, I think I think we actually are going to be in the conversation for one of San Francisco's quarterbacks. Yeah, Garoppolo is a free agent, right? Yeah, hmm. yeah. The other Garoppolo. thing is you got fifty-five million over in the center cap, which is actually not bad considering how it's been in the past. Like, what oh, it was hundred inter- last year. Yeah, I was gonna say, weren't we like ninety or hundred? Yeah. So fifty-five million, we laugh at that, uh, but. How do you fix that? Like, what is your fast go-to solution? I mean, well, and and that's cap? so, and that's well, that's part of it too. If you bring Carr in and you try to make a run with him, do you do you negotiate more contracts and just continue to kick it down? And yes, we've been able to do that successfully. I mean, the, the salary cap is we've been able to skirt it, and it, with with no big deal. But I mean, you know. Is your mode of operation to continue? Yep, let's just keep doing this, keep doing this, keep doing this, keep doing this to sacrifice that to try to go ten and seven. Is that is that worth it? So that's that's another big question. Or do you, you know, fit what you can, but don't necessarily try to negotiate everything because I mean it all just gets pushed at some point. Even though we always find a way to manipulate it, but I don't know. It's it's just. It just makes me question what what are they thinking inside the building? What's what is what is their plan? Right. And you're gonna have a bunch of restructures. I mean, the roster's still good enough with some of the older players. We can probably survive another year or two at that. And then at some point, you know, they're gonna I mean, Cam's not gonna be around, Demario's not gonna be around much longer. I mean, Honey Manager's older. We got some older players on the roster. Gonna have to turn them over at some point. But I you guess you gotta believe that they also like they got to have these spreadsheets set up to where when they did when they like they already know a year or two or even three years ago. Well, post COVID, they had to redo all their spreadsheets, maybe, but they like they know what moves they've got to make for the next three or four years. They've got, I mean, they can project. So, like you know, for example, that this they they knew two years ago when they did Cam Jordan's contract, how whenever it was that. At in 2023's offseason, we're going to do the restructure, reduce him to the league minimum, and convert him to a sign and bonus, and then spread out whatever 12 million for over his last three void years or something. Like that's all got to be projected, and they already knew all this going in. Yeah, uh, look, they they do they do it better than any other team. <laughs> I'm not right. denying their ability to do that. It's just a question of is it worth it at this point. You know, when you had when you had Drew, fuck yeah, it was like you maximize every single season you have with Drew. Totally made sense. Totally behind all of it. Do you do that with Derek Carr? Or God forbid, if you don't, if you if they don't get Derek Carr, then they have to seriously look at okay. Now we got to reset. 
just there's nobody else out there to I mean there's there's no quarterbacks out there. No. There's really not. Not this year at least. No. You're gonna have and, to get I mean, I don't know, do you end up with Dalton again? I mean, probably. I don't know what else we can unless do you try to go full time with Taysom? Oh no. I mean, right? No. That's not gonna that's not a great option either. I mean yeah. There, there's not a lot of good options for, for this season, for, you know, yeah. like for, for the immediate 2023 season, there's not a lot of good options, but some point you, yet you have to have a long-term vision. Where do you think Jameis ends up? James, he'll still watch the games from London. I'm sure. Oh, okay. Oh, Jameis. Jameis. <laughs> not here. Cause that, this, this relationship is over. I mean, if he's got to feel like, he wants to leave, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he's not going to want to stick around after mm-hmm. what we did to him this year. So, yeah, he's gone. So, yeah, who's our? You going to have Dalton Taysom and and who? Did they actually draft a second, third round quarterback? I, they might, because you're going to oh, have oh. top three. I just and, don't like that. I don't know if I care about like I don't uh, drafting a quarterback this year. Just feels. Like a stretch. Well, especially since like we're, we're going to get a Garrett 20, until 29th. Yeah. yeah. It's... Or a Ian Book. You know, it's going to be something like that. And like, why waste a pick? Oh, I mean, I don't, well, at some point, you, you got to take shots. I don't mind it. Always move up. <sighs> well, I mean, we didn't have to give away pretty high to get a really good quarterback. I mean, that's, that's the, that's the problem. And anyway, we don't not have that that scared us away that. before, but it just seems like, this year is not the year to do that. Mm-mm. Just take our take our lumps. It'll be painful. Take our lumps. Let's suck for Arch. It's not going to look good when they when they go up. Uh, you know, whatever they do on the season tickets, because you know that's coming. Yep. Just like the bellies. Uh, that was so frustrating. Yep. Great time. All right. Uh, you want to do some pickums? All right, and so with all the picks in, Jason, so you, the the fans didn't know who each of us picked. So you want to reveal that you picked Philadelphia? I did. I picked Kansas City, and J. A. Arella took Philadelphia with you, while Drummer took Kansas City. So they split their picks up too, which means that there was never going to be a chance for us to win. Those sons of bitches. So actually. Because J.A. Arilla Arreya missed five games, his percentage is still higher. So if you go by percentage, allowing the bye week for him, he would be the champion. Drummer, though, played all 103 games and was 55 and 48. I was 54 and 49. uh, Jason, you and James tied at 53 and 53. Okay. Hey, above 500, I'll take it. Yep. And the big easy guy, John, though, was between me and y'all. So okay. then after y'all came the mailman. Oh, the mailman was tied with y'all 53 and 50. And then Mark Brennan. And that was all people above 500. Then we go to the people below 500, starting with Wesley, Mr. Coach Klein, Scott, Jambalaya Brothers, Tom Ensign, Sands Hobbs, Neil. Paul Perrette, Ben, Ali Gibbs, Trevor Bruno, Christian Mino, Farmer, PX, Saber, and Wayno. But Neil, of the people who played who only missed less than two weeks. Neil is the 
last place with a 40 and 57 record classic as is of course the tradition that's right (laughs) it's an annual tradition that's right so there is pickums uh no more pickums for the rest of the till the season starts up again huh yeah kind of nice right should we start promoting our draft special now <laughs> uh yeah, tune in everybody for the draft special. But uh actually we we didn't do I keep talking about this and we uh, there's some we're going to have to maybe save and look up. But I did want to point out a couple of Saints oh. predictions that we made at the beginning of the year. James Oof. predicted 13 and 4. <laughs> Jason and James predicted 13 and 4. I predicted 13 and 4. What the fuck was wrong with me? Yep. Scott and Wesley predicted 12 and 5. And then me and Ben predicted 11 and six. And we were way off. Way off. We suck. Yep. I don't think we suck. Saw that. Yeah, they are. We were fine. Jason, you said Jameis would be the NFL MVP. Scott (laughs) said Jameis breaks Drew's Saints all-time passing record. That sounds like what I said. Yeah. God, that was horrible. James said Jarvis Landry would lead the Saints in receptions. Nope. Thank you. Wesley said Michael Thomas plays 15 games or more. (laughs) <laughs> he said Landry leads the team in receptions and oh, he, it was a three. It was a parlay. So he missed, missed. And then also Olave leads the team in yards receiving. So he got that one, but he missed the other two. So he doesn't get it. I said MT punches CJGJ in a game. Did he punt? Nope. Didn't happen. No. Uh, ben said Jameis or Michael Thomas wins comeback player of the year. <laughs> Scott said, Will Lutz wins comeback player of the year. Jeff said, Will Lutz wins three games for us. I think he actually lost three games for us. Probably. Wesley said, Juwan Johnson has more touchdowns than Cal Pitts. That's the one. So that's always a trusty, reliable to win. Mm-hmm. Jason, nice. you said that no Saints tight end catches more than 25 catches. 42. Yeah. Okay. Damn, he did. So, yeah. So that ain't happening for okay. you. Uh, ben said Taysom scores more than eight touchdowns. And that's any any kind of touchdown, I guess. He had two passing. He had seven rushing. That's more than eight. Two plus seven. He had two receiving. So look at that. Oh, wow. So there you go. So yeah. Ben got that one. Taysom Hill, touchdown machine. Demario Davis leads the team in sacks. That was Scott. Did he? He had six and a half. He did not lead the team in sacks. He was <laughs> third. Wesley Kamara wins offensive player of the year. James average points against us is less than 17. I doubt it. It's maybe in the back half of the season. That would have been close. Come on, accountant. Let's go. That's 20 points. Yeah, that didn't count. Ben said, so yeah, James said average points against us is less than 17. It was actually 20. Ben said Kamara breaks all time touchdown record in London. I don't believe that happened. No. Scott said the Saints finish as a top three offense and defense. Yeah. <laughs> Jason said all Saints top three receivers end up with 10 plus touchdowns. Uh, no. Nope. <laughs> Thank you. Jeff said Jameis throws less than 13 interceptions. Technically. He was correct. I'm right. <laughs> Wesley says three games with less than seven points allowed. I think he might be right on that one. Well, we shut out the Raiders and Derek Carr. We had two shutouts this year, did we not? What did he say? What was the number? It was less Three. than seven allowed. Three with less than seven allowed. All right, we sh- let's no, see. we got we, shut out. Right. No, we 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 only had one. We sh- we shut out the Raiders. That's it. Davenport, Jason, you said Davenport plays fifteen games. Davenport, <laughs> yep, he played fifteen games. And wow, how many? you sure? 
Yeah, he did. I mean, didn't. he got on the field. I don't think he appeared in the stats. He didn't 15, have to start. Yeah. He just had to dress says, out, I guess. It says games played 15. There you go. Wesley said Davenport plays 14 games and gets 15 plus sacks. He was only 14 and a half short. <laughs> Wesley, and the last one, Wesley says Paulson Adebo leads the Saints in interceptions and is an all pro. Yeah. So no, he should he should have said leaves the team in benchings. All right, so that is our bold prediction, sure to go wrong, and let's wind Those it up. Might, with... That that might be our worst collection ever. Yeah, but it was predictions sure to go wrong. So oh, they went wrong. we were right. Yeah. Now, however, I will say, so we got four of them right. I got one. Jason got one. Wesley got one, and Ben got one. Last year, we only had four correct as well. So okay. we're we're trending where we. Right. Right yeah. on target. Although one of Ben, one of them last year was someone gets lost in Nashville. Uh, I think we didn't have a, somebody gets lost in London. <laughs> yeah, we should have that, one. right? <laughs> Final thoughts, takebacks, apologies. What do we got? Well, we, don't just, wanna, we, we don't want to talk last of us. That could be your final thought. I don't want that to be my final thought. Well, then it'll it. be my final thought. I thought okay. this episode was incredible. <laughs> I thought the, the suspense when, yeah, when the, the thing crashed and out they come and you're just like, holy shit. And we finally get to meet a bloater. A bloater and, was fucking amazing. Yeah, it's just the show just continues to excel. And it's I know there I know it's got a giant budget, which helps it. But, man, it's just written so well. It's everything The Walking Dead couldn't be. And um, I can't believe we only have four episodes left, but it's 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 so great. And the ratings keep climbing. It's it's such a great freaking show. I don't know why I said freaking and not fucking, but Ellie would have said fucking. I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm enjoying it so much. It's it's great. Kathleen, she the lady who played her would did such a good job to make her just like you couldn't tell at first whether you liked her or not, but then like like in in the prior episode, but in this episode, you kind of really see like just I mean, she was dead set on getting henry like that was her only fucking priority it's that's the one thing the writers have been able to do because it seems like pretty much whoever you meet is going to end up dying so they've got to find a way to make you care about their deaths and that's that's what they did with her and i mean if you think about it her she was so blind to just getting revenge on henry that she doomed her entire crew she doomed him she couldn't just let him go and i thought it was ironic that you know her little speech at the end where she's like kids die it happens every day and then she gets killed by a kid oh yeah uh, that was infected that was a choice they made if you listen to the hbo podcast of the the making of it like they talk about it's you know one person from the show one person from the game and a host and they're talking about you know the differences that they make with the show and why they make the choices they make and they yes intentionally had her for that poetic justice because of that comment and how she's yeah, and then just like the more ruthless somebody is, like the more I don't want to say it'll be the more just their death, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> like the dude getting his head ripped off. Oh, yeah, by the bloater. That by was the bloater. Crazy. Yeah, and then uh, and apparently know, they were they were originally wanted him to rip the guy at the yeah the guy apart at the waist. Yeah, but they were like it just didn't it wasn't realistic. Because the human body doesn't rip there as easily, so if a bloater gets you, it will. <laughs> Apparently, it sounds like they, they they didn't kill that bloater, did they? Nope. No. It's, yeah, it's uh, very. They hard made a to... comment in that podcast that you like. Essentially, they were like they, their general rule is that you 
you can kill bloaters in the game, but you ain't okay. killing them in the show. <clears throat> it's oh. very hard to, and it's very difficult to kill a bloater in the game. Very difficult. Well, I mean, I could imagine it takes a lot of ammunition. Oh, well, I mean, you got to use like explosives. Yeah, they mentioned it was some like kind that. of like nail bomb or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's just it's you have the one two punch of the, of that scene and then the scene at the end. Yeah, and with Sam and yeah, Sam shows he's got been. It's just it's crushing when you and you know Ellie. She doesn't know what to do. She tried to help with her blood that being right. a kid. She doesn't know if it's gonna work or not. It's like oh yeah, my blood's magic. It's medicine. Yeah. And then he's sitting there on the bed and you know his he's turned away and she's like hey and you're like oh wait he's deaf <laughs> he can't hear you and then she walks over and sees you know you think maybe there's a chance that he's okay but no. It's and it's it's just sad because Henry had to just instinct shot him and then he realized holy shit what did I just do and then just just got to be so brutal you spend your whole life protecting the safety of this kid and now the kid's gone so gone. like it's like how can you live with you it's yeah. it's just brutal man but again it's it shouldn't be any any surprise because the 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 co creator of it is the guy who did Chernobyl which was just so suspenseful so yeah uh, once I knew that that's who was doing it I had faith that it, it was going to be really really good and it's lived up to like I didn't have a ton of expectations because I didn't know a lot about it but it has exceeded everything that that, that I thought it could I would and agree then, uh my final thoughts LSU baseball finally starts this weekend so I'm very excited about that LSU is ranked number one in many publications this year so um it's gonna be it's gonna be a good year, hopefully. And with that, that's all the show we have for you right now. Uh, we're gonna thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling all of your friends about the Dome Patrol podcast. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Look for Dome Patrol podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dome Patrol PCast and at Dome Patrol UK. Uh, I would say also that now that the Super Bowl is over and the 2022 NFL season is officially over, uh, we are going to take a little bit of a break uh, and recharge our batteries and so we are probably not going to have an episode next week uh we may go to an every other week schedule for the off season we'll see what happens um or we might have to do a last of us podcast mm. <laughs> recap Dang. i don't know uh well, for you those know, of uh, you who are longtime listeners you know how we do in the yes. off season there are no rules we're not going to be uh creating news manufacturing news where there isn't we're not covering the fucking combine okay it's not news no. alright so you can listen to us on all of your podcast apps or you can listen to us the old fashioned way at Dome Patrol Podcast Deck out. say bye bye donkeys bye bye 2022 NFL donkeys good night who that nation bye